I'm a big believer in destiny. Not some big cosmic plan, but the real, raw kind. The one that you sculpt with your own hands, brick by brick. About a week ago, we were in the mountains and we stopped by a Walgreens. No big deal, right? But as I walked out, my head was down, kind of a beeline to my car. I was in my own head, but I heard a random, have a good day, man. And I looked up and this FedEx delivery guy walked past me. He was about 10 feet away. He was not in my direct line of sight. And he had this huge grin on his face. And it's like he was determined to make my day. Totally random, right? Except, was it? Or perhaps was it a tiny ripple in the pond of life sent out by someone who chose to do something that potentially could impact those in his path. See, my daughter has uh, a saying that she's had since she was very little, you can shine no matter what. And this guy, this one awesome speck in the universe decided to buy into that message and well, look at the impact. Now you're hearing it, and maybe it hits home, and you share it, and so on. I used to go to, to Starbucks all the time, and someone would pay for my drink, and then I'd pay for someone, you know, maybe behind me, and then on and on. It's that pay-it-forward concept. But it works. And this Walgreens incident was interesting because, look, this FedEx guy wasn't at my house. He wasn't at my place of business where it's normal for someone to say something like that. It was it was out of his way. It was a decisive act by a stranger at a Walgreens while I was on vacation. And that to me means that the rules of when you can make your own ripple impact have changed. And the parameters have expanded. So you can do this anywhere, anytime, to anyone. And I could have looked at him and said, man, what's his problem? Who does he think he is? But I remembered when I went to school in Philadelphia, and I used to walk down the street, and at that point I was young, on my own. I was studying musical theater, so I was always singing, had a huge smile on my face, right? And people would say, man, when you walk down the streets of Philly... Don't look people in the eye and smile. They're just going to look at you like, who is this guy, right? You might even piss them off. And I remember a couple times as I was walking out of a Wawa, crossing Broad Street on my way to class, I would encounter strangers. And I would just be like, hey, how are you? Hope you have a good day. Another random greetings. And every once in a while, I'd see someone light up. And then I moved to, to New York where I lived for about seven years, and I would walk down the streets in Manhattan and do the same thing. Maybe I'd be on my way to an audition or a callback or my sales job selling vacations over the phone, but I would catch people by the eye and I would say, hope you have a great day. Hey, how's it going? Hi there, with a big smile on my face and same thing, a tiny ripple. Now in neuroscience, researchers have found that when we see someone smile, It stimulates what's called our mirror neurons, and the control system for our facial muscles is suppressed. And this usually triggers a smile of our own. Now, the mirror neuron system can create 
these immediate emotional shifts, as well as long-term behavioral changes. So that ripple that you're creating is powerful. Now, I believe as salespeople, as leaders, or whatever your day-to-day looks like, we have the opportunity to make someone's day in every type of interaction possible. For example, my sister is a top real estate agent in Virginia. And the reason why she's been number one for so long is because she goes out of her way to make every single interaction the most important interaction of her day. She doesn't care if people judge her or not. She is going to light them up with a smile and a burst of energy. I mean, whether at a grocery store, in a buyer's consultation, at a closing, a showing, walking down the street, it does not matter. And some people just have that. And I feel like I used to have that. And it takes an interaction like the one I had at Walgreens for me to remember that I not only have the opportunity, but almost the duty to make every interaction something special to make somebody else's day. So that you smile, I smile saying is a scientific fact. And smiling can lead to reduced anxiety, lower blood pressure, heart rate, right? Overall, greater satisfaction in life. So as you make your way through your day, overcoming challenges, celebrating wins, walking down the street, hanging out with friends and family, remember, the power that you have to not only make someone's day, but to spark, to shift their brain chemistry and potentially change their life. You know, change doesn't have to be monumental. It doesn't have to be planned. Many times the greatest changes or shifts in our life happen unexpectedly when we least expect it. Like when we're walking into Walgreens and a FedEx guy says, hey man, have a great day. So take that opportunity. My real estate agent that I've been working with for almost a decade is just like that. I always feel like I'm the only client and nothing else matters. So why not do that for someone today? I started this episode by saying that I believe in destiny. So I'll leave you with this quote from William Jennings Bryan. Destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice, not something to be waited for, but something to be achieved. And this simple quote emphasizes the power of personal agency that we have in shaping our own destiny. Just like sculpting a path with each interaction, each tiny ripple. So remember, as I always love to say, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen. I want to talk about our need for approval. It's crippling, and it doesn't allow us to make the impact we're supposed to be making. The second-guessing, deleting and rewriting, the constant doubting, it's not okay. And I'm here to remind you that you are more than enough, and you don't need anyone's validation to live your best life every single day. And there's a trick that will turn it all around. You know, in our journey of life, we often seek approval from others, wanting them to like us, to accept us, and it becomes all about us. But remember, 
the key to true success and happiness lies not in needing their approval. It's not about us. It's about approving of ourselves and then surrounding ourselves with those that we can impact. Where can we make the greatest impact? That's where we belong. Tony Robbins once said, the only limit to your impact is your imagination and commitment. So instead of seeking approval, think of ways that you can serve and make that impact. I have this concept called servant ownership. And the whole idea is that you take ownership of how you can help others get what they want. You step into your role as a leader and you own it fully. How can I help X get Y? That's it. This replaces your need for approval as you shift your focus away from you to helping and providing value. You see, when our dreams become about others, magical things happen. Walt Disney said, all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. So stand with courage, not looking for acceptance, but looking for a way to lift, to encourage, to empower, to build others up to greatness. See, when we help others, we in turn help ourselves. We get out of our heads, we look at the mirror differently, and usually we end up exactly where we belong. When you seek approval, it's all about you. When you seek servant ownership, it's all about them. And that's a, a freeing feeling. It takes the, the pressure off and allows you to create and build something special. So let's start today. Let's have the courage to pursue our dreams that lie within us and let the desire to connect and uplift others guide us. And success will surely follow. Look, believe in yourself. Embrace your uniqueness and let go of the need for constant approval today. Let today mark the beginning of a new focus, an incredible journey of life filled with purpose, of joy, of abundance, where you take true ownership of serving and making an impact like never before. Keep going. Be intentional. Be complete. And always remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen. I want to tell you about an encounter I had on my morning run. Now, this one taught me a valuable lesson. I was about halfway coming up on one of my rest points when out of the bushes came a cow. Now, this is unusual to say the least. You know, I've never seen or heard a cow in my neighborhood, so I was a bit shocked. But then she started yelling at me, like long sustained cries. Mm, mm, basically telling me, look, you need to back up or I'm going to charge. I don't even know what that would look like. So yeah, I slowed down and then backed off slowly. You'll come to find out the whole situation wasn't about me at all. When I looked a little closer, I saw a calf behind the bushes. You know, she was just protecting her kid. 
then as I stepped back even further, I realized she had a whole herd of about 20 or 30 cows that were on the loose and they had broken away from the herd. So she was just trying to find her way back while also protecting her calf from getting hurt or more lost. I had no idea. And my first instinct was to judge her for yelling at me. And many times we judge people's behavior based on what we hear in the moment or what we see right in front of us. We don't necessarily look around for context. I know I don't. We don't look behind the bushes or step back to gain perspective to understand what's really going on. We just judge that cow for its aggressive behavior. But it wasn't aggression. It was protection. It was fear. And after a few moments, I, I saw her lead her calf back to her family. And they reunited and laid down together. You see, I was just in her path. She didn't know how to handle me, so she responded. I mean, for all I know, she could have been asking me for directions, right? Like, like how can I get back to my herd? I'm freaking out. I'm lost. Have you seen my family? But what I heard was, well, you better step back or I'm coming for you. And Meryl Streep, who I love, has an excellent quote here. She says, the great gift of human beings is that we have the power of empathy. We can all sense a mysterious connection to each other. And even though this was an encounter with a cow, it was like it was like we were connected in some way. And once I stepped back, I felt for her. Like I wanted the best for her, for her entire family out there. So what can I learn here? I need to take a beat. Instead of rushing to judgment or defensiveness, I need to look. I need to look for the full story. And oftentimes, it's not about me. Right? Even though most of the time that's all I see, I may be a small detour, a roadblock when someone's trying to find their way home. Right? Their world, their worries are so much bigger than that little interaction in that moment if I can understand, or at least admit that I don't fully understand what they're going through, then I can acknowledge that, look, they're doing the best that they can in that moment. And if I can give people the benefit of the doubt, and I can approach the situation with compassion, with empathy, right? I may not be able to help all the time. I may not be able to take them home, but at least I can remove myself as another roadblock on their journey. And in doing so, I just hope that I've earned the right to be treated the same way. Look, when I don't show up as my best, when I'm caught up in my fears or you know, not being completely understood, I just hope that others will show me the same grace and help me back to where I belong, safely, without judgment. Look, this cow was a simple metaphor for how we see people along our journey. And I just hope that I lead with understanding, that I can remove roadblocks and be the compass for others trying to find their way. Look, we all have the power to shape our destiny. So let's go out there and make it happen.
my daughter asked me to bring her nail glue in the middle of the day. And right away I thought, what are you thinking? I mean, that's just ridiculous. Not going to happen. No freaking way. But then I remembered that morning how she repeatedly said how stressed out she was that her nail had just fallen off. Now, to me, that wasn't even close to important, right? I could think of a thousand other things that were more important. But I thought about her world for a second and how in her world, nail glue was the most important solution she could find to move forward in her day. She couldn't focus on math. She couldn't focus on her drama class. She was, I mean, look, with just a glimpse of that nail, her whole world spiraled. It was that straw that broke the camel's back. Now, this is going to sound insane and already ridiculous story, but in an instant, I thought of myself as King Arthur. And what could he do if he had a daughter who had been captured and in a cell with no way out? Well, he would rescue her, of course. No matter how important the other tasks in front of him were, he would drop everything, he would get on his white horse, take Excalibur, and save his daughter. So what do you think I did? Oh yeah, I raced home, I ran upstairs, I grabbed that tiny little bottle of nail glue with the red cap, and I galloped all the way to her school. I ran in that front office and screamed, nail glue. Now, I don't know why I screamed, but they all looked at me like I was crazy. But that was my Excalibur, right? I stood there proud. And as I signed the forms and laid the nail glue before them, one lady said, well, you're a better parent than I am. And normally I would have said, no, of course not. That's not true. But today, I don't know, I just smiled and thought, maybe today I am. Aesop of Aesop's Fables, he says, No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. Now, sometimes we think that we are so small that despite our best effort to change the world, our actions are irrelevant. We're just one small speck in this endless span of the universe, and that's true. But we are a speck among other specks, though. And our actions may not change the lives of people across the world, but they affect our families, our friends, and our neighbors. We have the power to change someone's life for the better. And we get these opportunities to be the hero every day. It may not be as obvious as slaying dragons or rescuing damsels in distress, but they are still important. These simple acts of kindness can be life-changing. Look, I'm definitely not perfect because there's many times I go the opposite way, but I'm working on making better choices and invoking my inner King Arthur. And while this story is about nail glue, and it seems insignificant and shallow as I share this, to her, to that awesome girl I get to hang out with every day, it was the world. So to me, it mattered, and it became something worth fighting for. Even Gandalf says, it is the small everyday deeds of ordinary folk that keep the darkness at bay. 
small acts of kindness and love. So when you're making your sales calls, meeting with prospects, putting together proposals, remember how important your work is to them. That you are changing a life out there with your small acts. And sometimes it may not seem like it as you make call after call and face an endless dose of rejection, but keep going. Because for those you do reach, you're making a major impact. Look, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen. Leadership isn't restricted to title or position. It's about tapping into your inner greatness and serving others at the highest level. Whether you're a sales rep, a marketing manager, a school teacher, stay-at-home parent, an entrepreneur, coach, clerk, it, it doesn't really matter what your title is. It's inside of you. It's who you are. And honestly, it's a decision. I have a uh, concept called servant ownership. Much like stewardship or an enterprise mindset, it's about moving beyond yourself. It's about elevating your thinking to a global level and seeing the world strategically and how you can serve at the greatest level. It combines your ability to serve others with your whole heart while taking complete ownership of what's right in front of you. Much like Simon Sinek's idea of leaders eat last, it's that shift to putting others first and taking on the greater good as your duty. Servant ownership and being a great leader is not about becoming who I want you to be or who they want you to be. It's about becoming the leader you were meant to be through the willingness to accept the journey ahead. When I do my leadership training, whether for positional leaders or for sales teams, the idea of combining service with ownership usually resonates the most. And it's in that intersection that most breakthroughs occur and you realize how simple great leadership can be. So decide. Step into your destiny because you already have the ability to be a great leader inside. Make a list of three things that you can do to serve or help others today. Then take full ownership of completing those items. Now at first, it'll feel forced, but over time it will become part of your DNA. And we see these everyday heroes everywhere, right? The, the waiter who goes out of their way to create an incredible experience for you while lifting up his co-workers in the process. You know, the customer service agent who says, I'm gonna own this process and we're going to find a solution together. The teacher who takes that standard curriculum and builds in new and exciting experiences that explode their students' creativity and imagination, or the sales rep who schedules additional follow-up meetings with his prospect to help ensure they fully understand next steps and the full value of the offering. Look, these are simple examples of servant ownership on display all around us. 
and now it's your turn. How are you combining your ability to serve others with the commitment to own the entire solution or project or experience? Create that list and get to work. Look, others are waiting for the greatness that only you can provide. They need your service and ownership. So show them what great leadership and what servant ownership looks like. Remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen. If I were looking for gold and I had a treasure map, and let's say there's a wide open field in front of me, I'd start searching. And once I found that X, that X marks the spot, I'd start to dig, right? And I'd dig and I'd dig, and at some point I'd have a choice. Do I continue to dig or do I quit? Saying, nope, I've had enough, there is no gold here walk away. We've all seen the image of the person searching for gold and they hit that critical point where they have to choose and they say no. They quit and they walk away. But if they just would have dug two to three more times, boom, they would have found that gold. But look, the same is true for us in sales, in our relationships, in leadership. In our conversations, we have a map. Right? We're listening for that X marks the spot. And maybe the X is the hot button. Maybe it's a need. Maybe it's a pain, right? a goal. And once we find it, we start to dig. Right? We're searching for that goal. Maybe it's the motivation. Maybe it's their, their why. Whether we're trying to close a sale, we're trying to build a relationship, we're, we're trying to lead them from where they are to where they want to go, right? Look, listening is one of the most important skills that we can master. And and often we get it wrong. Many times we listen to the press. This is just staying at the surface, digging a little here, digging a little bit there, and our field is filled with these little potholes. Or maybe we're listening to learn, right? We're, We're digging and digging and digging and digging, and but we're digging for us. And when it comes time to quit, hey, we've had enough, we're good, we move on. It's about us, not them. But that gold, that treasure can only be found when we listen to understand. And what does that look like? And what does that feel like, more importantly? Well, it's simply parking in that one spot, in that one moment, and we dig. We are committed. Maybe we're asking two to three more questions out of curiosity, out of genuine care. When we think that we have found enough, we continue to dig. And that is when the magic happens. That's where we find the gold that we're looking for. That's where we build that relationship. We earn the right to share our value that we have in our pocket. Maybe that's when we find the ability, exactly what we need to take them from where they are to where they want to go. 
becomes about them and how we can serve and how we can make their life better. And isn't that the most important treasure we can find? So keep digging. You have no idea how close you are. And when you're ready to stop, just dig two or three more times. And look, you'll find the gold you're looking for. I want to encourage you to become a shopping list person. When you go to the grocery store, there are two scenarios. Either you have a shopping list or you don't. And what happens? If you have the shopping list, you've been adding things, maybe with Alexa, add this, add that. So you walk in and now you have a shopping list. You go to the aisle, maybe you look for a quick sign or perhaps you ask someone, but you know where you're headed. After you grab each item, you check it off, and item by item, you get this rush. And then, at the end, when you check out, you feel complete. You have everything you need. Then the opposite scenario. When you walk into the grocery store without a shopping list, what happens? You wander. Especially if you're hungry, you're in trouble start grabbing things you likely don't need and might spend extra time just wandering up and down the aisles looking for items that might come to mind. You don't really ask anybody anything because you're not really sure what you're looking for. So you're grabbing things, putting them in the cart. When you check out, now you have a bunch of things that you don't need. You walk out and immediately it's like, ah, I have the cookies but I forgot the milk. And so in life, we have the same opportunity. You know, the grocery store is obviously an analogy for our life. It represents that. And there are things out there. There are aisles and aisles of possibilities, guides along the way, people to help us find what we're looking for. But if we haven't created a shopping list of what we want, of what we're after, then we're just wandering. And after every event, we say, oh, if I only would have, oh, I forgot this. And we want to go back, but it's just easier to move forward. So we go through life and these wandering moments constantly stack up and they become who we are and what we have and where we are in life. So I invite you to become a shopping list person. Shift your perspective, shift a little bit of your activity so that you're intentional when you walk into that grocery store, whether in your personal life, professional life, your sales career, your goals, start adding things to your shopping list. And when you arrive at the grocery store and you pop it open, you go for exactly what you want. And maybe you get some guidance along the way, but when you check out, you feel complete.